Welcome back to the NCO Journal Podcast, where we explore NCO professional development. I'm your host, Staff Sergeant Jared Woods. With us today is the managing editor of the NCO Journal, Chago Zapata, and our special guest, Sergeant Major Craig Collins. In this episode, we're diving deeper into this week's article by Sergeant Major Collins titled, Project Athena in Action. Welcome to the podcast, Sergeant Major. Please tell us a little about yourself and how you became involved with Project Athena. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me to be a part of your podcast. Uh, my name is Sergeant Major Craig Collins. I'm the Sergeant Major for Curriculum Development at the Non-Commissioned Officer Leadership Center of Excellence. And I first got involved with Project Athena about the time I started working in curriculum development uh, last March, April timeframe. Um, basically, it was coming down from our hire that from TRADOC and they wanted to, we wanted to go ahead and start incorporating Project Athena into curriculum development into the different levels of PME and for the NCO core. So that's kind of what got the whole thing rolling when we started off. Sorry, Major, for those who may be unaware of what Project, uh, Project Athena is, what is it and why is it important? Yeah, Project Athena, just to put it simply, is a project that's confidential for soldiers, uh, has progressive and sequential assessments across all levels of PME, and it's designed for one purpose. It's designed to help soldiers develop self-awareness. That self-awareness, then they can take that and use it to, to develop an individual development plan uh, with using their leaders as coaches to help them gain that self-awareness on their strengths and weaknesses to help them become better leaders and to uh, just continue in their leadership progression as they move through their career. What uh, what exactly do you mean by self-awareness? What uh, Can you explain that a little bit? What, what does that mean? Yeah, um, from a Project Athena perspective, self-awareness is uh, – it's it kind of covers uh, the broad spectrum of a um, a soldier's a, a soldier's physical and mental abilities. For example, Athena attacks three different um, insight areas: cognitive areas, personal areas, and leadership areas. And by taking the assessments, and no matter what level of NCOPME you're at, you can use it in a, this kind of the same fashion. But what you can do is you can the assessments, the feedback you get after you complete the assessment will allow, enable you to identify strengths and weaknesses. And this is all about setting goals, short-term and long-term goals, which you'll put on your IDP. Then you can fill in the cognitive areas of personal, cognitive, and uh, the insight areas and leadership. And you can take the strengths and weaknesses you find from the assessment feedback and then Put those down on your IDP and you can start leveraging things. You can leverage those strengths to accomplish your short-term and long-term goals. And you, then you can also leverage them to work on areas that might need improvement for the individual. What kind of, what spurred the need for Project Athena or how did it come about? Uh, Project Athena uh, was developed at CAPL, the uh, Center for Army for Professional Leadership. And they this originally started with the uh, the officer cohort and then as it started gaining traction and they started seeing some really positive results they uh, the leadership wanted to push it down to the nco level so that's that's how it became um 
involved or that's how I became immersed into the NCO PME system at all different levels. And the way it's broken down is pretty interesting. You have three assessments at BLC, you know, two or three at AOC, SOC, and then a couple more in MLC, but they all build upon each other. So you start off with about self-awareness and social awareness and do a leader 180 at BLC. And as you move forward, you'll hit a leader 180 again at ALC. And that's a good benchmark for soldiers to look at. Okay. So this is what, how I've progressed from the time I got promoted to sergeant right after BLC to now I'm getting ready to be a staff sergeant. And then you can kind of reassess, realign your IDP to uh, continue working at your long and short-term goals. That could be personal or professional in nature or both. All right. Uh, Sergeant Major, what, uh, let's, let's dive into your article here. Um, could you give us a, a quick rundown uh, of, of the article? I mean, just a, just a quick, you know, what, what exactly is it that you're, that you, that you, uh, that you wrote for us here for, for the audience? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so this article, Project Athena in Action, um, in this article, I wanted to take a look at how you can take the theoretical application of these assessments, the feedback you receive from the assessments, and then how you can translate that into concrete actions. And what we did was I looked at um, a scenario from, from Iraq, in Baghdad specifically, where in the scenario you're a I'm a platoon sergeant. I have, uh, we're doing patrols and our, our AO, our area of operations, we're being attacked by different insurgent cells who are placing improvised explosive devices to disrupt our lines of communication. So we looked at three of the assessments, um, looked at sense making, critical thinking, and systems thinking. Now these assessments are, are given at uh, ALC and MLC levels. But in order to put it into a scenario that would um, have practical application moving forward for, say, a senior NCO, this was what, we, what I was taking a look at. And the important thing I would like everyone to understand about this is all three of these assessments go together. And that's the, that's the sequential and progressive part of Project Athena. They work together to help an individual or a team really figure out what is the problem, how can we attack this problem to achieve our desired end state. And so when we, when we think about sense-making, the sense-making assessment is defined as a deliberate, iterative effort to create understanding in complex situations. Okay, this means we want to assess and draw conclusions based on cues, conditions, and the context of the situation. Okay, the iterative part means you do it in iterations. Okay, it's multiple takes multiple passes at this to kind of really figure out what is going on. And the way we use this in Athena is you do the assessment, you get the feedback, and you look at the results. And then Capel has a ton of resources that soldiers can use to get after figuring out how to come up with a plan to get better at this, and get better at making sense of things, of complex situations. And th their website has uh, uh, just a, a ton of great resources that soldiers can use as they're moving forward. But when you think about the, the nature of the operating environment as it stands right now, it's, it's more complex than it's ever been in the past. 
When I came in the Army back in the, in the 90s, the operating environment was nowhere near this complex. But as we've moved forward with the information age, you have the internet, um, cell phones, handheld devices, information travels essentially at the speed of thought. And that is going to require leaders to be able to make rapid decisions and understand what's going on around them to be effective in this operating environment. The second one we looked at was critical thinking. And critical thinking has been, that, that term is tossed around a lot, I know, but it's really simple. It's just asking questions. Who, what, why, when, and where? And ask those questions, take any emotion out of the answers, and what you're left with will help you to understand, have a better understanding of what the situation really is versus what we think it is or our preconceived ideas of what it might be. And then lastly is systems thinking. And this one's kind of, uh, I kind of I like this one the best uh, of all these in a sense of, in my mind, system thinking is real simple. It's about people, places, and things. Who are the people involved? Where are the places this activity is occurring? And what things are involved that are making this happen? So if you put all three of those together and you look at a complex situation, you can distill the complexity down to its simplest terms. And then you can formulate a plan to actually um, attack or to, uh, to change that to what we want it to be and accomplish our end states. Can I, can I ask you, I'd like to ask you a quick question about this. Um, it seems like a lot of, uh, a lot of things to think about when you're confronted with a situation like the, like the scenario that you introduced us to, uh, what if, uh, I mean, how do you turn this theory into action? Like say somebody is in that scenario that you, that you introduced in your, in your article, uh, with the, 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 the NCO in, in Iraq, how does all this come into play when you don't have a lot of time to think about it? You know, when you have your, your, you have a situation in front of you and it's time to, it's time to, 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 to move forward and you don't have time to think or to, to do all this stuff. How, how does this come into play? That, that's a great question. From my experience, looking at making rapid decisions on the, on the battlefield or in the tactical environment, um, part of it is having intuition and experience. Okay, the intuition is like I, you kind of you get a feeling or an idea of the, of the direction something's going. And then the experience part is, okay, I've done this before. I've seen something similar to this. Or um, based on previous events, this is the direction I think it might be going. So you take those things and then you can overlay, you understand what your mission is for that particular operation. And then the, the combination of those things are, I think, what uh, helps with the rapid decision-making process, which is going to, I, I, in my opinion, will become more and more important in the future with the, uh, the changes to the operating environment, the complexity that's been introduced in, uh, you know, technology has definitely changed the way the world operates. Uh, and that obviously includes combat operations. So you have to have the intuition that you kind of, you kind of have a feeling or idea of what you think is going on. You have experience that you can pull from because you've done it before. And then you're looking at, okay, what are we trying to accomplish? So it's kind of, it's kind of a combination of those three things. And one area that I think Athena can really help leaders in is 
it, it, when you get in those situations, if you've used the assessments, you've you create an IDP, you've identified strengths and areas that need improvement. <clears throat> these kind of things won't be your first, it won't be the first time you've actually been confronted with these types of situations. Okay, there's so, I think that uh, gaining that institutional experience and using the products that Project Athena has provided for soldiers can really be beneficial as they uh, as they move forward in their careers. And depending on what kind of situation we're confronted with, they'll have a much better um, a much better kind of uh, baseline knowledge to pull from. So we kind of went a full circle here. You're going back to self awareness. So that's uh, that's an interesting exactly. Thing. Yeah. So that, that, so that comes, yeah, that's a great point. It comes right back to self-awareness. I understand myself. I know my strengths and weaknesses. I know things, areas I need to work on to improve, <coughs> excuse me, and areas that I can leverage. How can, you know, you've talked about how Project Athena is, is used at self-assessments at the BLC, you know, SLC, ALC, SLC, and all the way up to the Sergeant Major, Sergeant's Major Academy. What uh? What about the organization? How can soldiers uh, get the best out of Project Athena within the context of their units and organizations as a whole? Actually, I can, I, I'd like to add a little something to that. I mean, because because soldiers, I mean, you you're you're as a sergeant major, your experience and your uh your your environment is going to be different than say a, a young sergeant who's you know been in the army four or five years and and has a different mission. So maybe you can uh, explain how this would affect. Uh, people of, of, of different ranks. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a great, um, that's a great question. So as a, as a sergeant major, I, you're, you're right. I do see things through a little bit different lens or a different from a different perspective, but let's, let's use the BLC um, example just for a second. So the basic leader course soldiers are going to take three assessments. They're going to take a self-awareness individual differences, which is a said I, and this talks about um, 12 different personality characteristics. It shows and that covers four areas, interaction with others, approach to duty or work, drive for success and do them with challenges. So the, so, so the soldiers will take that one on day, you know, one, two or three, somewhere at the very first of BLC. Then a couple of days later, during their course of instruction at BLC, they'll take what's known as the Social Awareness and Influence Assessment, the SAIA. And this talks about how soldiers see the world. Okay, this is how they, they interact with the world. If they're uh, introspective, um, if they're real out, outgoing, it kind of gives them those kind of uh, indicators in the assessment. And then lastly, toward the end of the assessed of the uh, BLC course, they'll take the Leader 180 in which five of their peers in their class will then rate them on the leadership competencies and attributes. And, and then that, that tells a soldier how others see them. So essentially what's happening in the first part of Project Athena is a soldier takes the three assessments of BLC. In the simplest terms, what this does is it tells the soldier how they see themselves, how the soldier sees the world in the SAIA, and then the leader 180 is how the, the world sees the soldier. Okay, now we have a, a really holistic perspective 
of an individual. This is how I see myself. This is how others see me. This is how I see the world around me. And you take that and they take the feedback from the assessments and then some with coaching from an instructor at BLC or coaching from um, their one their a first line leader back at their unit or it could be anybody really it doesn't have to be a leader because the coaching is different than counseling it's it's more talking up to a soldier and decide hey what do you want to do what areas do you want to work on and then you help them work through that without really uh, you know giving them like a in order to do something. Okay, so that's what's one thing important for soldiers to understand. This, the IDP and Athena is all about the soldier. It's about them, what they want to accomplish in their personal and professional lives. And by taking the feedback from the assessments and seeing how um, they see themselves, how others see them, how they see the world, they get a real holistic perspective as they're starting off their um careers as an NCO. Okay, they've had experiences as a soldier for the first two, three years they've been in the Army before they go to BLC, but the whole NCO, once they transition to become an NCO, um, that leadership aspect becomes much more important, and they're going to be expected to do more things and to take responsibility for, you know, for people, places, and things, essentially, for their soldiers, for their equipment, for the missions they're told to do. So at the team leader level, BLC um, assessments can really help a soldier um, get off to a great start as a leader. And then as they're moving forward, um, we talked about intuition and experience a few minutes ago. As they're moving forward in their careers, that's when you start adding in experience, start adding in intuition, you start adding in the mission itself. What are we trying to accomplish? so that's one way that at the BLC level, Athena can get a soldier off to a great start. And then as you're moving forward through the through your career and you hit the different levels of PME, you'll get more assessments that will provide more insights into um, your, your personal characteristics, whether it be cognitive skills, whether it be personal in nature, or whether it be your leadership skills. As you move forward, you'll get the the Leader 180 again at ALC, and then at SLC and MLC, you'll get the Leader 360. Then we're looking at a much bigger aperture right there from a leadership perspective. That helps add to that experience and can help guide a soldier as they encounter different situations out in the force and different missions. And learning more about how to become an effective leader in the contemporary operating environment. So the, the, the big thing I would suggest is the um, individual development plan, the common individual development plan that is specific right now for Athena. That is the tool that soldiers can use to really get after developing these leadership traits and qualities that are going to serve them as they move through their careers. I think the, um, uh, I was part of the team that uh, over the course of the last six, eight months, uh, we went out to pretty much most of the NCOAs and taught a coaching workshop to the instructors to help prepare them to uh, facilitate the 
production of these IDPs by the soldiers as they're moving through the PME system. And that was a very, uh, that's a great experience in a lot of ways, but a lot of the feedback I was getting from the force was they, they thought this was a great product that would really help soldiers. Um, and they wanted soldiers to understand the importance of it. It's not, uh, it's not an assessment of the soldier. It's not a, you know, a report card. It's not a, it's not an NCER. It is a specifically designed to help the soldier achieve their short and long-term goals. And leaders at any echelon can, can coach a soldier on how to get through. I, I would suggest this. People in the force, leaders, coach soldiers every day, whether they realize it or not. And what, what Athena can help a leader and a soldier do is to capture some of those coaching moments and put it onto an, an IDP where it can then become actionable. Now I can action. I see what I'm going to work on. I want to, uh, I want to get promoted. I want to become better at, uh, you know, my whatever battle drill that's appropriate. I want to get better at PT, for example. That's a good one. Okay, so setting goals for your physical fitness become, can, can become very important. If you put it on a piece of paper. Okay, then it becomes something that you can look at and it becomes more actionable. And it uh, and what I found what I found here at, at uh, Nickel Co is working with a couple of people around our campus is we've done we've done the whole uh, the project Athena assessments. We've done the coaching process. We completed the IDPs. And then we revisited about once every 30, 60 or 90 days, depending on what the soldier wants to do. And what I found by doing that is the soldier, when they have someone to talk to about their, their goals and how they want to get after it, it, it spurs them to action. It, it gives them some motivation. Uh, it shows that, hey, a leader does care about me. They're taking time to talk to me about this stuff. And they're genuinely interested in helping me become a better soldier helping me become a better husband, better father, better wife, better mother, whatever the case may be. But that kind of personal connection can be very powerful. And uh, it really inspires soldiers to to want to do better. I mean, it's, it's non-judgmental. Okay. It's non-attributional. If a soldier wants to share their feedback from the assessments, they can. If they don't want to share it, that is their right. Also, the leader can't force the soldier to to uh, to share their feedback, but the uh, the idea is we want soldiers to get used to being in um, working in a an environment of assessments. A a and, and what I mean by that is there's going to be assessments at all levels of NCO PME, and we want soldiers to get comfortable with that by looking at themselves. Hey, here's where are some areas I could work to get better and to take positive action to get after those areas. And that, that's, that's been my, my experience working with this for the last, uh, well, almost, uh, you know, last nine, 10 months now. It's been very positive, and there's been some really great results have occurred because of the interactions that uh, I've had with soldiers. And then just watching the soldiers work with their IDP and accomplish some of their short-term goals I find I I find it very rewarding as a leader, from uh, the aspect of the, their success. I, I'm I'm very happy 
for their success. And it gives me a great sense of, uh, um, um, I guess, pride in them, in the force. And uh, we have such great soldiers in our army. It's, I just think it's very important that we do everything we can to, to enable them, to set the conditions for them to be successful moving forward. Um, especially with the, the the complexity of the contemporary operating environment, it's going to be very important that soldiers are are flexible, they're agile, um, they're physically and mentally fit, and they're confident in their abilities to face any uh, obstacle that gets in their way. Now, an obstacle could be more; it could be more than just a, a tactical. Obstacle. It could be a professional, but it could be personal in nature as well. And um, one area I had a discussion recently that one area that some people think that we could probably do better at, or we could uh, do a little bit more, is in helping soldiers in their personal affairs. And I know when the uh, NCOP and world, we are taking great steps to get after that. There's financial readiness being added. Is one way we're helping soldiers. Um, we're looking at the holistic health and fitness is being added and it's in, in being incorporated into curriculum to help soldiers really become much more well-rounded um, from a holistic, holistic perspective. And that's something that we're working really hard on here. And, uh, and we're real, real happy with the initial results and we're going to continue working to uh, enable our soldiers to be successful. Uh from what you what you explained and then you you were very uh well spoken and well and very descriptive and how you, did, you described this whole project Athena uh but just kind of from my perspective looking at it uh, what this does is pretty much put uh allows soldiers to accomplish their goal so that they could be without project Athena and the kind of uh, uh focus that it that it provides say a soldier's kind of firing at the target and they're scattered all over the place uh firing at different times and what project <laughs> athena pretty much does is center everything and bring it into the black yes that that's, that's a great way to, to describe it we're we're centering it we're centering the soldier it's all about and it's all about that development that self-development self-development then ties into leader development because you know anyone in the army can be a leader and we want, I, I like to think that everyone is a leader to some degree, and we want to help them get better as individuals and as leaders of teams, squads, platoons, whatever the case may be. But um, it's about really the bottom line of Athena, I think, in a nutshell, is Project Athena is designed to help soldiers become better leaders and better people from a holistic holistic perspective that will then enable them to accomplish any task, whether it be personal or professional, in support of our nation and our goals and objectives. Really, if you break it down into its simplest parts, Project Athena is about three, three components. It's the assessments and the feedback, it's the coaching aspect, and um, it's the individual development plan, and I was and you and I would suggest that um, to the force that 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 individual development plan is an area that we can really get after to maximize the skill sets of our soldiers 
and our leaders to help them be better, um, better prepared to face any obstacle that they might encounter. Well, there's nothing else. And uh, thank you for joining us, Sergeant Major. Appreciate your time. Hey, great. Thank you so much for inviting me, gentlemen. And thank you, our audience. And remember, put your knowledge to the page, submit articles, and get published with the Unshow Journal. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our webpage. We'll catch you on the next episode of the NCO Journal Podcast.